Hey guys, just a heads up. Uh, this episode, Pharaoh may sound a little different. Pharaoh forgot to forgot to set a setting using a different digital audio workstation, so uh, the audio may sound a little bit different, uh, but it is fixed, so it will be better for next time. Don't worry, I already punished him. His new role in Discord is Tanari Simp, so he is feeling the pain right now. So don't worry, it will not happen again. Thank you. Enjoy the episode. What's going on, travelers? Thanks for tuning in to the 32nd episode of The Resonance, a weekly Genshin Impact podcast. I'm your host, Dalton. With me is Pharaoh. Yo, 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 what's up? Ah, uh, yo, 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 what's up? I keep it consistent. You do. We are very consistent <laughs> on this show. I feel like we don't deviate too much. Uh, we don't, but I think that that's a good thing. Yeah. Kind of. I don't know. We, we get off track all the time, actually, in the show. But as far as the opening... We're right on the money. Um, this will be a lot shorter of an episode for you guys, unfortunately. We'll try to vape it out as much as possible, but hey, however much information there is, that's what it is. Uh, it's not yeah. our fault. <laughs> I just like it's gonna be slow, I think, until three point three. I agree. Like it's definitely gonna be but you know, I'm okay with it. Like there's they they put out a lot of stuff in quick succession. They gave us really good content. Like, I'm okay with it. Yeah. You know? mm-hmm. So, we are not going to cover the Archon Quest this week just for that specific reason. Because if we covered the Archon Quest this week, at least the first half, like I planned on it, we would have literally nothing to talk about in like the last two weeks of this update, I feel like. Mm-hmm. So, I think we'll cover yeah. the first half next week. This half, uh, or this week, I should say, we're going to talk all about Genshin's revenue, how it's doing, what banners did really well. We haven't done this in a while. Um, I think, honestly, the last time we did this was probably one of the first few episodes that you were on. Yeah, I think so. How does it feel to spend almost half a year with me now, at least once a week? Well, it honestly does not seem that fast whenever you put it in those terms. Um, Yeah, like I, I, I... it is weird that it's already half a year. It does not feel like that. Yeah, so, I know. I guess that, I guess it's good over half a you year know? too. Yeah. Well, I mean, I guess it's good though. If it felt like longer than that, then that would mean that we don't get along that well. I feel yeah. like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, before we get into the news, we got a review reading. This will be our last one and then we'll be caught up. This is an international review. Nice. Um, this one is from three, three, three BTS from, the Czech Republic. I think this is our first Czech review. I'm our first one not sure. of many to come, I'm sure. Yeah, I'm sure. After they hear this, they're just going to be writing in. They're going to come in like crazy. Yeah. <laughs> uh, this is a five-star review on Apple Podcasts. Thank you, by the way. Um, they will soon be a Nahida main is the title of this review. They said, I love your podcast. I listened to all of your podcasts twice. Wow. Doubling up. I know. That's... Yeah. Impressive. That's a fan right there. Thank you very much. <laughs> uh, they said, I hope you will win all your 50 50s. I, I will pass all of my, all of your hopes 
that we win all of our 50-50s to Pharaoh because he needs it, I win all my 50-50s. Yeah, too bad, like, little do you know that my luck is just a black hole, so it's going to suck in all of that luck <laughs> you're setting in. It's going to go absolutely nowhere. <laughs> uh, but thank you very much for that review. Dang, listening to every podcast twice. Impressive. It must be that good. Are we that good? I think so. It's either we're that good or there's very limited choices. <laughs> <laughs> there are a few choices. Either way, there are a few I choices. take it as a win. <laughs> I take it as a win too. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, but thank you for that review. If you guys want a review, and if you want to leave a review and have it read by us in a character's voice of your choosing, uh, go ahead leave a review on Apple Podcasts. I know for non-Apple device folks, it might be a little, uh, a little bit of a pain, but I'm I'm telling you, it's worth your time. It's worth the effort. Uh, you would have to like download. I think the iTunes app, I'm pretty sure if you're not on an Apple device, I, but um, if you are. I think you can just go to, well, that's true. You can do that, or I think you could just go to the website. Oh, yeah. And do true. it like that. Yeah. Um, but yeah, every review helps helps us uh, open up some opportunities, every download, everything like that. So, um, But that is our gift to you. We will read an, a review to you guys in, an, uh, in a character's voice of your choosing. Um, you guys can go easy on us. Feel free to go easy on us. The last two were not very fun for us. I mean, we basically had Venti's voice actor here. Oh, for, um, for mine, like it was Venti's voice actor. If they got hit by a truck, <laughs> <laughs> uh, I, I. By the way, I hope that does not happen. Um, but yeah, <laughs> I mean. You would have a pretty cool power if, I mean, dangerous power, but a pretty cool power if uh, we wake up tomorrow and that actually happens. God, I would, go I would shut the show down. I would shut the show down. I believe Erica is Venti's voice actor. If you're listening to this show, we'd yeah. love to have you on. <laughs> <laughs> you will not be hit by a bus if you come on the show. Let me put it to you. <laughs> All right, before we get started, got to plug our socials. Everything is at HoyoCast. We have Twitter. You guys can uh, follow us on Twitter for some Genshin news and get our thoughts on some of the stuff going on in the um, in the gotcha world, uh, the voice acting world. That's mainly who I follow. Um, or Instagram. I post our memes that our uh, Discord community posts in our podcast memes channel. They go up on Instagram. You guys get little clips of of the episode, some funny moments on the episode. So you guys can check that out yeah. there. If you guys slowly want slowly making our way to Instagram influencers. Yes. As uh, for the show, very obviously. slowly snails trail <laughs> discord.me forward slash the resonance as well. If you guys want to hang out with our community, uh, one thing that I'm doing this coming Tuesday, I think the 15th, the 15th mm -hmm. at 9 PM EST, I'm going to be doing a Genshin art stream on Microsoft paint. That's going to be no fun. No way. Where I'm gonna, That's cool. Yeah, where I'm going to draw characters, enemies, items, whatever you guys want. Um, Wait, how good of an artist are you? Van Gogh. Well, I want to I, I know if this is going to be like, is it going to be stick figures we're looking at? Or is it like going to be... No, I'm going to actually like try. I'm not going to do solid like... Solid performance. Yeah, I'm not going to do a... No, I mean, I'm not saying that it's going to be a solid performance, but I'm saying I'm not going to just do four lines and five lines in a circle for a head. And if it's a female, give it some like longer hair or whatever. You know what I mean? Like, but I'm actually going to try. Would you say that you have a knack for art? No. 
<laughs> okay, that tells me what I I need to know then. Okay, yeah. <laughs> this is mostly memes and uh, to just have a chill stream because I feel like every time we do gotcha. a stream, it's it's like we go in, it's real serious. We're pulling, um, and I had it's just too much tension. So yeah, this will yeah. be full of laughs and it'll be very lighthearted and fun. So yeah, that'll be good. You guys want to tune into that? Discord.me forward slash the resonance. With that, on to the news. We have the Fabulous Fungus Frenzy gameplay details. I'm going to go over this. Have you been doing this event yet? Yeah. Okay. I've messed around with it. Cool. Uh, let's see here. Got that Pokemon vibe to it. Oh, yeah. Feels great. Great timing, too. <laughs> exactly. Uh, the event duration is from the 10th, so about uh, four days as of this episode going live. Uh, it will end on November 28th at 4 a.m. server time. The shop will also uh, end at that time. So if you don't claim the rewards, which I don't know if anybody doesn't do this, but just claim the rewards right when you right when you get them. To be eligible for this, you need to be adventuring 30 or above, and you need to complete the Archon Quest Chapter 1, Act 3, A New Star Approaches, um, which I believe is very, like, early. Yeah. Oh, I see here. There's there's a little subsequent section to that. You need to complete the Archon Quest Chapter 3, Act 5, um, Akasha Pulses, The Culpa Flame Rises, which is the new one. You need to you need to also complete Yaimiko Story Quest, Divina Volps Chapter 1, Act 1, The Great Narukami Offering, to best enjoy the event. So if you guys want to best enjoy the event, you need to complete that stuff. If you have not completed those two, you can enter the event through the Quick Start option in the event page. That'll probably just cut out all the, all the fluff, basically the story yeah. lore fluff. But you you don't really don't want to miss out on that, it. honestly, though. Yeah, I agree. The event award rewards you're going to be getting prima gems. You're going to get a crown of insight. You will get a teapot furnishing material. You'll get a gadget that mimics a gadget that you're going to be using in this event. You're going to be getting talent level up materials, character ascension materials, including the amethyst shards, the hero's wit. You're going to get some Mystic Enhancement Ore for all you broke people and the Mora. Mm -hmm. How do you feel about this event? Yeah, I mean, I, I liked it. I had a good time with it. Um, like I said, I got Pokemon vibes from it. So, um, yeah, I like the puzzle aspect and everything. Like, it was it was a good time for me. I'm liking it. I, I'm trying to figure out the meta with the combat. Um, but so far I've just been going at a very, like a very just normal Genshin approach with reactions. So if like yeah. there are a bunch of hydro slime enemies, then I'm going to go maybe do freeze and melt and just choose those fungi, but it is pretty fun. I don't, I, I just, I don't think it's like this, but I hate when events are like just catastrophic messes. Mm -hmm. Where it's just absolute chaos and you don't need to try and you just get all the rewards anyway. Like I don't That's like that. True. So I'm I'm thinking that this isn't like this because there are and I usually can I kind of uh gauge that by the rewards that I get when I'm done doing a level. Right. If I don't get all the rewards in a level, then clearly I wasn't doing something completely right. Or you know what I mean? Or it wasn't as easy as I thought it was. So Yeah. Um, I feel like this is just a good first run for it. Like I would like to, I would definitely want to see them bring this back, but I think it, yeah, it needs to be fine tuned more. Yeah. yeah. 
I think this would be a great permanent gameplay feature. Mm -hmm. Very similar to how the Genius Invocation TCG is. Like, you have this tournament. You can hold tournaments, which, you know, I don't know Mm -hmm. if they'd really do that, but I could see them doing, like, duels. Like, if a character came into your world. Yeah, apply a PvP factor. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. And you would have to choose four fungi for your team, and then you don't know who the other four on the other teams are until they like, until you start your fungi fight and then mm-hmm. you could battle them and then you, you have to choose which one you're going to attack. And I think that would be really cool. Probably not yeah, going to get I, that I'm, though. I'm uh, with you on that. But... I, you know, maybe on the next run, like, I mean, obviously not this time, but maybe on the next run, I, I think that judging by the popularity of this one, which I, I don't know from a statistics end, but I would imagine that it's probably pretty high. Um, relative to other events, so I'm guessing that they're probably going to bring it back and probably add more to it. Right. I haven't done any of the tournament stuff with this yet. I've just done like the training and the catching them, doing the little mini puzzle, line up the jellies to kind of power them up, kind of thing so far. So I've been kind of taking it slow. Yeah. Same. Yeah. Uh, but check that event out. It's it's really fun. It lasts a while. It's usually it. This is just like the Iridori Festival, the um, Summertime Odyssey. It's like the whole update long, basically like a whole month's worth of. Um, well, I guess it's not month whole month's worth, but it's pretty close to three weeks. But you get a free Dory out of it, so I would definitely take some time yeah. to do that. All right, we have some info on Layla. Uh, we mm-hmm. have her voice artist announcement, who was Ashley Bisky. I don't know what she's worked on yet. Ashley has worked on, looks like some actual movies, too. Oh, wow. Yeah. Not a whole not a whole lot of stuff that's like AAA or, oh, but they did direct, oh, they directed a podcast series. That's pretty cool. The only, it looks like her only credited role for, like, at least games are, is Genshin Impact. Yeah. Mostly a lot of film. Yeah. Which is cool. Yeah. Uh, the Evolving World Catalyst Awake. Have you played that before? I've not. It's a cinematic visual novel game. Oh, she recorded this back in 2020. This? Her lines for this character, yeah. Oh, wow. That crushes all my dreams of even wanting to be in this game. <laughs> <laughs> Looks like about a, a two years, like, and then you'll actually be seen in the game if you've got tomorrow have you have you seen uh layla in the event yet say it again have you seen layla in the event the no okay yeah you you do see her in the event uh i like her voice actor she sounds she's very good at sounding sleepy yeah there you go well i mean that's her her main thing so she better that's true um as far as layla's materials go if you guys want to pre-farm for her you will need the Shivada Jade fragments or slivers, whatever you want to call them. You're going to need Divining Scrolls or the Forbidden Curse Scrolls. You are going to need the Nilopala Lotuses. I believe we had to grab those for Tignari. Um, and then you're going to use the Perpetual Calibers, and those are from the Vex-looking world boss in the desert. And she will also take the same talent level-up materials as Nahida. Uh, that's going to be the ingenuity, and then her world, her uh, weekly boss material will be the electro delusion from uh, Skarmouche. 
Um, this next piece of news was actually from the week prior, but we didn't really talk about it all that much. This is the enhancement progression calculator update. Um, this is, it's cool. I think it's very helpful to see everything very compacted like this, but you can choose a bunch of different furnishings. You can choose multiples of each one, um, for furnishings that you want to make. And then it will tell you exactly what is required for all of those. So yeah. It's a nice little, um, oh, what do you call it? Uh, quality of life yeah. upgrades. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. So if you're like, I think it's it's helpful if you're playing on PlayStation or PC because you can just have your phone out and then look and be like, mm-hmm. okay, I need six fragrant cedar wood. You could go there on your map, get it. Okay, what else do I need? Oh, I need white iron chunks. Go there, get it. But if you're on mobile, I feel like this isn't really a great like feature because you're gonna have to switch in between the app and i know from playing on mobile and checking the interactive map while playing on mobile that if you're outside of the genshin app it'll have to like reload the server and blah 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 blah. so i think it's cool but if you're on mobile it's not that great of a feature yeah Um, but i think it's super helpful uh and you can share the data with whoever you want um you can also enter replica ids to um, basically import those and then see what you're going to need from all those things, which I think that's probably the better, better feature is being able to yeah. import a replica ID, see what everything you need, and then be able to farm it with a nice concise list. Yeah, I agree. But very cool. Another similar mobile or update to another Genshin Impact tool. This is the Battle Chronicle mobile widget feature, which is now available. This I really like, and this I'm going to use. I actually just found this uh, right before we started recording. Um, mm-hmm. Basically, this adds a nice rectangle or square widget that will give you info based on game info data from Genshin Impact. So basically, this will like be what's, what looks like a widget on your phone. I think Androids utilize these way more than Apple, but you can go into widgets and you can add a widget and it'll show like a nice background of Genshin Impact. It'll show you your character name, what AR level you are. It'll show you what your current resin is, like that. if your resin's capped out. the I know the, uh, is it the map or is it just the game? I think it's the Hoya Lab app. It will actually give you a notification on your phone when you have an expedition that's close to being done or if you have your resin capped out, but it's actually mm-hmm. just on a timer. It's not, it's not like real time. Right. So like there'd be times where I would use all my resin and it would be empty. And then I would get a notification like three hours later saying, Hey, it's full when in reality it's not. Yeah. So I'm wondering how this is going to work. I am going to try it out and we can probably talk about it next week as well, but it looks cool. Uh, you can also check it's there's an also an easy check-in button as well oh yeah so uh, it's well it's well designed like I definitely will use those I think yeah uh, so now you can at least like just open up your phone and look at the home screen of your phone like after you unlock it and then you can see the widget and see what it looks like and you can see like your resin and how much you have if it's close to being you know full or whatever so I think it's pretty cool. I, I, I like this a lot. Very uh, useful feature. And I think a lot of other people uh, feel the same way. Oh, and it also adds a timer for when it will be full as well. 
right at the bottom. Once you use some resin and it's not full, it'll tell you when it's full. Mm -hmm. That's interesting. Very cool. All right. I think that's it for the news. Let's take a quick break. And then when we come back, we will cover Genshin Impact revenue on a bunch of different banners and talk about how well it's doing. And we are back from our break. This info is off of GenshinLab.com. They do a wonderful, uh, well-designed calendar, basically, that shows mm-hmm. you the revenue. Now, granted, Genshin Lab only pulls the revenue from the China iOS market. So no Android, no PS5. This is very specifically Genshin iOS revenue in China. Um, and then it's converted to uh, USD. So we'll be talking about the money in USD. But I feel like this is a very good representation of what it would be like everywhere else, really. I feel like you could probably mimic all of this to this market in particular. Yeah. As of, let's see, the last banner or last date on here would be eleven eleven. So just yesterday as of this recording. We still have the highest banner. Um, this is since launch. Because uh, you can filter it out by characters from launch, by characters banner date, by banner history, and stuff like that. So this one, the highest one, is still Ayaka. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm not surprised by that. She was, like, huge meta. Like, still... I, I mean, she's not top meta, but she's super high up in the meta. I always forget that I have her. Oh, you do? Yeah. I don't I don't have her built or anything. She's level 20 and that's it. Oh wow. What a waste. <laughs> I have a lot of I probably have a lot of characters that you're like, "Oh yeah, what a waste." Um Yeah. So, let's let's go through the top 3 from their mm-hmm. from launch. So, basically from the start of Genshin Impact launching to the to today, this is how well the these banners have done these are the banners that have done the best since the launch of Genshin Impact so number one was Ayaka now granted you could probably say that Ayaka did the most because of either two reasons one her banner was ex- hyper extended for a few weeks um yeah, due to COVID um and then also her meta ability which you can you can attest to that apparently I cannot yeah. the second one was the Shogun and Kokomi rerun. This one doesn't surprise me because and and to give uh, our listeners a little bit of uh, context, the third best running banner since the launch of Genshin Impact was just purely Raiden Shogun because this was before they mm-hmm. did the double banner. But Raiden Kokomi rerun did better than the original Raiden Shogun one, but that doesn't really surprise me because I think a lot of people it's two. Yeah. yeah, it's two, but also I feel like a lot of people slept on Kokomi. 
Oh, absolutely. When she first came out. So And there there was a lot of information that showed that Kokomi was gonna be so like not only was she already like proven to be far more useful than people imagined, even in that current meta, right? It was shown that she was gonna be far more useful or kind of like leaked that she was gonna be far more useful than even that in uh Sumeru. Okay. Because the meta changed in Sumeru. There's a lot of characters that are not nearly as strong anymore due to the new reactions. Gotcha. Yeah, I mean, that makes sense. To put in perspective, the Shogun Kokomi rerun banner did a little over 33.5 million USD in the China market. Mm -hmm. The Kokomi rerun, or the Kokomi banner, did just over 7 million. So about five times more than the original banner which is kind of crazy yeah uh, that was the first big sleeper that just no one picked up on um i would say her and yoimiya i, think, I was just gonna say yeah yoimiya was probably kazua a bit as well yeah you know people did sleep on kazua why did they sleep on kazua um i think people originally put him as like he was going to be a big like uh damage dealer uh, but then, like, it was really, he was just built, like, people realized that he was just built purely for support. Like, so people tried to use him as a lead, basically, whenever he's exclusively used now for just his support abilities. So, right. I think that's why. Yeah, I remember, actually, I was one of the people who slept on Yoi. So I can yeah, totally attest to that. Yoi did about eight and a half or 8.6 million, and then on their on her first rerun, she did 14.3. And then she had another one, but really that was mostly Nahida. Mm-hmm. Um, you could probably say Nahida did, what do you what do you think? Probably 95% of those, of that, maybe? Of her, of her split? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I'm thinking so. Um, still, like, not... I think that there was still a lot of people that were unsure because it's not as, as much as I thought it was going to be. Mm-hmm. I think that there's still a lot of people that are unsure because she is so purely support and it's an entirely different meta that we're in right now. And people are still very, just getting very used to the reactions in general that I think that people were just a little apprehensive on pulling about her on pulling on her. I think her next rerun is going to be very large. Oh, you do. Yes. You, you're saying Yoi? Oh, no, sorry. I thought we were talking about Nahida for some reason. Oh, we were. Well, we were talking about both, but I already kind of figured, like, this this banner was huge. St- oh, yeah. Well, it's not as... Uh, yeah, I was just saying... Sorry, I don't know why I exclusively went to the Nahida part, mm-hmm. but yes, the Yoi part, I think, is kind of done because she is out of meta now. Oh, yeah. So she only had, like, a fairly brief time in the limelight, which is unfortunate because I pulled on her rerun um the first rerun that she had and now yeah it's just like not a great position for her um but regardless uh for Nahida yeah like as I was saying I just think that it didn't do as well as I thought it was going to it still did a lot like still a bunch of money but yeah, it just didn't hit quite as hard as I thought. And, I, and those reasons I mentioned earlier are the reasons why, I think. You don't think it has anything to do with, like, the character personality or, like, the character, um, 
like the appearance of the character. Like Raiden Shogun was just like this very omniscient like being in the story, and ha- mm-hmm. and I felt like her role and her title held a lot of weight in the story. Like this is someone who you do not want to cross. Do you feel like that I, plays anything into it? I think that that probably plays a little bit to do with it, but I think it's probably fairly negligible because like, even if you just look at the difference between them, it's not a crazy amount. Right. So yeah, like the differences, between yeah, so, so I, I think the differences between them personality wise, they, they played a part, but probably a fairly negligible part. Um, and that's, you know, in my opinion, but I definitely agree that like, she had a stronger presence, not only narratively, but just as a character in a vacuum. You know what I mean? Yeah. The bottom three for these would be child rerun, Clea rerun, and then not the third worst selling banner, but that would be Kokomi, just her regular banner that we talked about earlier. So child isn't doing too good. Child has had several runs, though, hasn't he? He's had, I think he's had three. Three? Well, and he's about to have his yeah. fourth. Yeah, I mean, overall, I guess he hasn't done great relative to, to the biggies. Yeah. Um, but I, I also think that's because he is fairly weak in meta. Like, I mean, he has meta comps, but they're not nearly as, they're not like the big, big meta comps. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah. So I think that's part of it. And then... Um, Kokomi, obviously, we, we mentioned. Klee was in and out very quick. She was never in meta, really. Like, her first big one was was her very first run, right, where she did 22. And that was before a meta was, like, firmly established because it was at the very beginning of the game. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah, I think that's probably the situation. Um, Let's see. Who else? Who else? We have Sino and Venti. Did more than let's see. I'm trying to like give some context to these. Uh Sino and Venti Banner together did more than let's see. They did uh, just about the same as Zhongling and Tignari, just did a little worse. Who else? There was I think a lot of that was to do with it wasn't higher because um it just, Sino was in a very rocky place mm-hmm. and still kind of is, in my opinion. So, yeah. Ido, Ido rerun did honestly kind of bad. I thought Ido rerun did better than the original. No, I I knew that that, I knew that his rerun was going to be lower because he's was already going out of meta at that point. Geo reaction uh, that's wise. True, yeah. And, whenever we're going into a new meta in Sumeru where reactions are what it's about. Geo has really no place, which is one of the biggest issues that I have with this game right now. Um, right. But yeah, Ito is, was kind of in and out, which is a shame because Ito was so strong pre-Sumeru. Or Sumeru. Sorry. I know, he was like um, meta. Yeah, he was, he, was a, he was kind of a sleeper meta because people still didn't value him as much as he should have been. I mean, you take him up, and man, he can run through basically anything very fast with zero reaction. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Um, there was an article that I pulled um, to d- really just touch on Nahida's banner revenue. But in the iOS China market, it said that in the first day that Nahida was available, 
Genshin Impact recorded sales of five point two uh five and a quarter million, which surpassed their very first day high of five point ten million. That was basically recorded after Venti's rerun. So I guess Nahida's banner was the highest grossing first day of a banner mm-hmm. now. Yeah, yeah, I'm not I'm not super surprised by that because there was just like the other archons there's a lot of hype for them so sure. not only does that have it going for it there was a lot of people that were already like knew they were going to be pulling on it like crazy mm-hmm. right because we were getting into a new reaction territory so i feel like the people who knew that they were going to which was a a very large portion of the total population that bought in right right knew they were going for, for it day one so that makes 100 percent sense to me there wasn't very much of a convincing factor or let's see what happens factor going on i think the leaks are really gonna heavily influence now who pulls on what going forward yeah i think so okay um that's it for our discussion on the revenue uh you ready for wish of the week (laughs) yes chipotle is getting cold (laughs) my chipotle is getting cold but it's worth it you pulling on standard or are you pulling on nahita's banner I've given up on standard. I don't know. I, I have to be at like 150 at this point. I still haven't gotten it. I'm, something's bugged. Something's wrong. Um, but yeah, okay. I'm, I'm going to be pulling on banner though because I still um, I want to see what happens there. So let's, let's see. All right. You go first because I'm counting my pity right now. Okay. All right. I'm just getting over to it. All right. Here we go. Just doing one. Okay. No, nothing. Nothing. All right, I'm at Thrilling Tales. There we go. Yippity doo dah. Um, <laughs> I'm at fifty eight pity right now, so okay. getting there, but not not anywhere close to soft pity. Um, I'm hoping I can get another Nahida because that'd be great. Because then she'd be C two. Are you on? Yeah, C two is what you want. I'm not I'm on a guaranteed. Okay, I got you. But we'll see. Mm, nope. Just the raven bow. Oh, good. It just keeps me from getting angry. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like scrounging to see like you what. You should do one more. You should do one more right now. Should I do one more? Yeah, do one more. Well, I can't. I don't have enough primos. I've been doing single pulls. Ah, okay. Never mind. Yeah. If I open up that wallet. No. I need to save for. Well, honestly, for you should get her up to C2 before she leaves. You should get her up to C2. I mean, I'm honestly. trying. I think, I think you will regret it. Like. Open up the wallet if you need to, is what I'm saying. I mean, six. Unless, of course, like, you absolutely cannot and should not spend money. If, if that's the case, then don't. But if, if you can make it feasible, I would say do it and then don't buy for a while. I have the Battle Pass stuff to go through yet. I mm-hmm. have, what else? I have some Abyss runs to do yet. And I have this mm-hmm. whole event that's going on right now. So I feel like I'm okay. going to at least get to your, your pity. My soft pity, yeah. Right. Plus Welkin, plus dailies, like, yeah, yeah. Oh, you know what? If I did my dailies, I could do another pull. Mm, we'll save it for next week. Okay. Then. Um. All right. Let's do question of the week. Uh, okay. Let's see here. I gotta choose an older one because, out of pure convenience, I've been choosing later questions. Uh, here's a good one. Uh, Decim in our Discord said, so a lot of attention has been drawn onto newer four-star characters being 
uh, air quotes, worse or too niche compared to older ones like Bennett, Sing Cho, and Shang Ling. In your opinion, what do you think about this topic, and where is your stance on current and future new four stars characters, their roles, and their impact on the game's long-term lifespan slash meta? So I think that there, I think that there's absolutely a point there to be made. I definitely think that there are overpowered to the point of we will never see anything as broadly useful as the four stars that we originally had in the game ever again. Because I think that they realized that they made a mistake. They made characters that were too much of staples in almost every comp. So, yeah, I don't think that we're going to be seeing anything nearly as powerful as that. I think that they certainly do create very powerful new four stars for four very, as they mentioned, niche circumstances. I think the more powerful they are, the more niche that they are. So I think that there's a sliding scale there that is still being tweaked and definitely could be better, but that's kind of like what they're utilizing now. So I would be shocked if we ever got something as far as four stars related as useful as any of the original biggies again. I feel the same way. As far as my Mm -hmm. take on it, I feel like this is a good thing. I don't feel Mm -hmm. like I would want them to not be niche because then the game would get boring. I would see the same same characters in the same teams every single time. Honestly, I'd get sick and tired of it. Mm -hmm. Um, And I like messing around with different team comps and seeing what works and what doesn't and seeing what works well. Yeah, and let's be honest, it sells them... Or it gives them more money in the long term anyway, so they're more inclined to do it. Right. It's it's just like, you know, I I can use this whole Sino debacle of a debate on whether or not he was a good character or not uh, towards this. Because Sino, while he's not very... Sino is, is a niche character, but he's like a five-star version of Razor, almost. Except Razor, you want to build completely physical and not Electro. Yeah. Um, but, you know, the whole time playing Genshin, I was just like, man, I wish they would just make the Traveler, like, useful. And then when they made Traveler useful in the Sino team, I was just like, this is not what I wanted. Ugh, why do I have to use Traveler? Yeah, why do I have to use Traveler? <laughs> why are they always trying to make me use Traveler? <laughs> and, I, I, and, it's, and it's funny because, like, I even, I noticed that right away. Like, as soon as... I saw the team that everybody was using, like Zhongli, Sino, Fischl, or Beidou, plus Traveler. I was just mm-hmm. like, you know, this whole time I've been playing, I've been wishing that they made the Traveler good. And now that he's, like, air quotes, good. I mean, useful in that team. So, you know, and now here I am still sitting here thinking, like, and I know that the Traveler is not a four-star character, but it the my point basically travels over to other characters. Now I want, even if it was a four star, I'd want a four star version of Sing Cho. That's Dendro. Right. I don't want to use the character, you know, like the MC. I don't want to use my character. So I think it would be really boring if we just got characters and didn't do the niche things, because I think the niche things are fun and that's what makes the game more interesting. I do, however, hope. I I feel like there's a there's a soft cap kind of to how much they can do with with what they have so far. I really do feel like they are going to eventually have to add reactions. They're gonna have to. 
Um, it doesn't yeah, get I much want... better than 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 the Dendro Aggravate, the Dendro Burgeon, the Hyper Bloom. It doesn't get much better than that. Yeah, I agree. Like everything else, like that's the problem right now. So it's either that they need to, they're going to change up the meta again in the next region, right? To make other areas more more useful or other other reactions either more useful or add more reactions, right? Mm-hmm. Or yeah, they're going to have to like kind of rework the system entirely because right now there is a giant portion of characters that are no longer useful that people spent lots of time investing into. Yeah. Um, and I'm like, I'm one of those people that like, I really feel like now I'm behind the curve and being punished for investing money you sl- and time you and resources Tignari, yeah. into good characters as opposed to characters like Tignari. <laughs> So, <laughs> wow, that came back but no, to me like really that, quick. <laughs> but yeah, so like, re- really, like, I, I do feel like I'm almost kind of punished for investing. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, I don't like that feeling, especially when it comes down to Geo, because I think Geo is the most obvious victim in this scenario it by is. a thousand percent. Yeah. And especially, and I, I really hope that they at least do something there. Like if, if they don't make everyone else, you know, like more useful relative to the new reactions, it, I would at least hope that they bring Geo up to that level because it's been the worst for so long. And it's just literally waiting for better reactions. Like we all know the shield stuff is garbage for geo like it's absolutely useless so yeah like they need to do better there and hopefully that will add in some new unique reactions that will bring in some of the other characters that now have shadows casted on them yep yeah i agree and i think we talked about this before where we did a question of the week where someone said oh if you can make your own reaction what would you do and and uh the person i forget who it was but the person who asked the question said oh you could do like pyro and geo and make like lava right uh, yeah which another sick. another person said hydro and geo and it would make like mud that would like mm-hmm. slow the enemy down yeah like see like that's the thing like they can do that stuff it's just they don't yeah and so I'm, I'm, i think we had something like erode for dendro and geo as well that would be cool it was pretty cool yeah. so yeah there's there is absolutely lots of stuff and these are things that we thought of in you know, like 10 minutes, like there's people with whole salaries who life is literally meant to think of these things right. that I'm sure can create fantastic reactions. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, I'm just saying, I, I, I think that if they don't make new reactions, there's only mm-hmm. so much you can do until the characters play, especially when you're limited to what do we have? Five weapons, bow, spear, yeah. sword, claymore, catalyst. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you're very limited in options. You have five characters that could potentially do the quote unquote same thing, like per element. And that mm-hmm. already is just boring. Just boring. So, yeah, I agree. There is a staleness factor that I think is going to become more and more evident in this game mm-hmm. as time goes on. And, like, and it's a shame because there's very obvious things that they could do to even like diversify what they do weapon wise. Like they could definitely add more weapons without really impacting a lot of things. Um, and they could definitely like, I think that they should really lean in. I know we've talked about this before, but lean in on just changing up how some of the weapons work slash look. 
Like, one thing I've wanted forever is, like, a summoning character in this game. Like, I want someone that I can summon a shit ton of minions and attack people with, you know? Right. So whether that be a different, you know, if that be catalyst-based or something entirely different, whatever. But I feel like there's so many cool things that they kind of glimmered onto with a few characters, but never really fully embraced. And that's what I want to see them do. Yep, I agree. I think that would really honestly be really cool. Yeah. Especially because some of these characters already kind of do that. They're close, but it's not just... That's, I mean, that's... That's the motto of this game. Right. Closed, but not quite there. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, thank you for that question of the week. If you guys want to leave us a question of the week, you can. Just kind of join the Discord. Head over to our question of the week channel. Drop it in there, and we'll read it on the show. All right. Before we wrap up the show, I want to shout out to our patrons. Our Favonius Knight, Soupy. Thank you very much. Gene appreciates your contributions to the Order of Favonius. And we have our two Adepti tiers, or Adeptus tiers, I should say. Uh, we have Neku and Ran. Thank you, guys. Zhongli appreciates your sacrifices in the Archon War. Thank you guys very much for supporting the show. It really means a lot. Pharaoh, where can they find you? Um, so you guys can find me, of course, on the Discord. Um, Discord.me forward slash The Resonance. Boom. Go there. Um, and then you can also find me on Discord.me forward slash uh, The Directive. And you can also go to Chronicles of Runeterra um, for podcasts. Find me there. We talk about the uh, show Arcane, um, as well as all of the future um, shows for the League of Legends IP. So, yeah. Nice, nice. We already plugged our socials, but I will say, if you guys do want to check out the stream on Tuesday, you can watch me make really bad Genshin art, or do as best as I can. I'm doing this from memory, by the way. I don't think I mentioned that earlier. Um, oh, there we go. Yeah, but you guys get to vote on whatever I draw. Um, I'm going to find some way to basically make that art usable somehow, but I'll, I'll think of something. <laughs> um, but thank you guys for listening. Next week, it will be a spoiler week, so if you're not caught up with the Archon Quest or, uh, and, you, and you care about spoilers, you may want to hold off on the second half of that episode, but um, assuming you made it to the end of this one, uh, there's your warning. <laughs> next week will probably be a little light on news as well unless we get a live stream program but i don't know if that's coming yeah, this soon so but next week we do have the new banner right mm -hmm. yep we'll have the new banner and we'll have pokemon this week so that's right yeah so yeah that's the end of the episode enjoy your week and we'll talk to you guys in the next episode